This is a space for anyone raising humans and trying to find time to raise themselves in the process. The myths of motherhood are loud out there. This unrealistic motherhood culture we find ourselves in is toxic to our souls. It imprisons our progress, stunts our growth, and breeds limiting beliefs that altogether keep us overwhelmed. It's my mission to push the eject button on this crazy ride and help you find peace with your process. Through mentors and mistakes, I have learned that we have way more power and permission than we realize. I believe Jesus didn't just die to give us everlasting life in heaven. He died to give us abundant life, a full life right here on earth, right now in the midst of your sleepless nights and your Cheerio-covered kitchen. I don't know about you, but I felt like I didn't qualify for that kind of full kingdom life while in the throes of motherhood. Listen to me, mama. You have access to all that Jesus died to give you. You're called to kingdom things even now, even when you can't remember the last time you read your Bible or when you say bad words under your breath after stepping on yet another Lego. Mothering is hard and overwhelm is real and understandable, but it does not have to be your every single day. I want to help you out of the wind and the waves of overwhelm and into the peace of overflow through super practical things like decluttering, simplifying your life, making your home work for you, to mental work like ditching the pressure of perfection and comparison, defeating those toxic thoughts, and learning about yourself, how you tick, and what brings you to life. We're covering it all. If it's not real, raw, and helpful, it is not allowed. Fullness is in front of you. Let's go get it together. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Hey everyone, welcome to The Fullness Show. I am your host, Abby Haggard, and I'm so glad you're here today. Um, Today's kind of a different episode um, from what we normally do here on the show. This is my first episode back from about a month and a half break. Um, I recently just took a little sabbatical from the podcast, the group, um, social media, everything, um, and really did some just self-care and soul care um, during all of this. Um, for some of you who don't know, um, I actually just recently lost um, my younger brother, Jason Tilly, um, mid-May. And we were um, pretty shocked by all of it. Um, there are um, six brothers all together and two sisters. And um, we literally, all of us, dropped everything, what we were doing from all over the world. And we all got plane tickets and met up in California at our parents' house and just were together for a week and a half and planned the memorial um, looked through pictures, shared stories, um, really just inten- intentionally grieved together. Um, we haven't all been together like that in years um, with all of our own lives and and jobs. And um, it, it was just really, really good um, for all of us. And so I'm really grateful for that time. And it was kind of crazy. I When we got, I got home, um, it was just me, like Chris had all the kids and I was excited to get home and see the kids, but, um, I got home and it was kind of like all of a sudden, um, my grieving process started. Um, it's like I was there with all the siblings and we were planning and we were doing all these things and, you know, speaking at the service and, and doing like, you know, just, just being a part of it. 
And it just didn't feel like I had the space yet to just kind of fall apart. And I got home and I did just that. I fell apart and I was kind of shocked by it. I wasn't prepared. I thought that I had kind of, you know, grieved with everybody else and um, got back into my therapist and was just talking with him about it. And he was really explaining the biological effect that grieving has on your body, not just on your mind. Your mind can reason the with the grief and it can reason with loss and it can reason with moving on, but your body cannot. It's usually slower to grieve. That's why you will cry when you don't really expect it um, out of nowhere or you'll feel sadness all of a sudden or um, you're just having a low day and you're not really sure why your mind can't reason it, but your body is going through grief um, a little slower than your mind. And so I definitely felt that. Um, And so I've just been really um, just taking this time to um, really look at my heart and and look at the things that have come up with grief. Um, some of you've probably experienced this in a in a deeper way too, um, where you know when you lose someone or maybe just something hard happens in your life, you lose a job or you know you you a relationship ends or. Um, you know, a a big change happens, you move, um, or friends move away or something. And there's a loss that happens in your heart. And, um, when, when we experience an extreme loss or when we go into a grieving stage, um, there are things that surface in this process, things that you may have thought that you've already dealt with or may have felt that um, weren't that big of a deal um, or you haven't thought about in a long time. And all of a sudden, all those dormant things kind of spring to life and come to the surface or in, in kind of in front of your face. And you're like, oh, hello. Like, I wasn't planning on dealing with you. Um, and big change, big loss, grief, all of those things can really stir some of that up to the surface. And it's not to sabotage us. Um, I really believe that these things come up um, so that we can really deal with them. It's kind of a gift. It really is to be like, okay, this is hard and it's not what I was planning on. I had other things I would like to do with my time and my energy and my emotional um, capacity. But these things are to be dealt with and and looked at and analyzed and taken before the Lord for a reason because he wants to do something in the midst of this. He wants to heal that. He wants to remove that. He wants to free you from that. He wants to help you forgive so-and-so. He wants to X, Y, and Z fill in the blank. Um, it's all about restoration. It's all about bringing you into fullness. And so that is something that I've been dealing with very on a very, very real, real level. Um, I started back with my therapist. I had been on, I had gone in almost a year probably and um, started back with him and was like, all right, I there's things coming up that I thought that I was good with and I just don't want to go back to any kind of extreme anxiety or depression like I was. And so I am going to go in full force and do this in a healthy way and really take um, some intention and just say, I'm, you know, I know I can't do this by myself. So um started back and we've really kind of been diving through and some of the things that I the way that I explained it to him was um I have feel I feel like grief kind of shook the ground I was standing on and it uncovered some major roots 
in my life that I didn't know were there. And it's kind of like it uncovered, you know, the soil like kind of moved away and these nasty, gnarly roots that are have been there for a long time that I just had never really seen or acknowledged um, are there. And I want to trace them down and I want to find their origin and I want to be able to identify it. I want to be able to name it. And then I want to sit with it and say, okay, is this something I want to keep in my life or not? Um, is this something that I want to allow to take up space in the garden of my soul or my heart? Um, and so that's what we've been doing. We've been kind of going root by root, um, feeling by feeling, um, trigger by trigger, and taking this down to bedrock and saying, okay, this is something that I do not want to make space for in my life. And so I'll give you an example really quick. Um, one of the big things that came up for me during all of this and during Jason's um, death and um, just the process of everything that happened, I had fear come up big time for me again. And I this is something that I have felt like I had dealt with. I The Lord has given me so much um, peace and freedom over it. And so I was, I was kind of mad. Like, I'll be honest with you, I was mad. And I was like, why is this coming back up? I have dealt with this. Like, this is done. Um, and the Lord was just kind of showing me that, you know, I had dealt with that. I do know what to do with it now. But there are areas that I have not um, noticed in my heart and in, in, in my mind that um, I, I've, I've kind of just kind of brushed under the rug. And, and with Jason, you know, going to be with the Lord— these things came up and I didn't realize that they were coded in fear. And they had been for a long time, but I had just kind of ignored it. And um, one of the things I felt like God said to me through therapy and through all of this is that you've been given the tools to know what to do with fear. And you know how to recognize it and you know how to handle it. Um, and now you you need to go do the work. And so... Um, one of the things that I just started doing, you know, when I did recognize fear and things that were coming on me, um, I just, I literally would um, just grab hold of that truth that the Lord has been given me. Like I have, you know, one of the, one of the verses um, that I quote all the time is perfect love casts out all fear. And um, we translate that to, you know, perfect love in the Bible. Um, God is described as perfect love. It's agape love. It's holy love. It's not human love. It is only from him. That's literally who he is. It's his character. It's his, his, his um, and everything. It's his identity. God is love. God is agape, perfect love. Um, and so if we say that, you know, perfect love casts out all fear, well, then you look into the word cast. And if you break that down into the original Greek, it actually means, um, cast means to pick something up and throw it, um, far away from you without even looking where it lands. And so if we translate that scripture down to its original, you know, translation and, and, and breaking it down, it would, it would look like this. God comes in, God comes in to your situation and he picks up whatever you are fearful of or whatever is, is coded in fear. And he literally takes the fear. He takes the shame. He takes the insecurity. He takes whatever can be bred from fear 
and he throws it far away from you without even looking at where it lands because that's how insignificant it is to him. It's so much smaller than he is. It's so much more power. It's powerless compared to what he can be and do. And so when you picture that and then you envision that as you are speaking that scripture and praying it over your situation, it totally, it would, it, when I do that for myself, it fills me with peace. It fills me with an assurance that um, my God is bigger. My God is bigger and He loves me better um, than anybody else or anything else. And that's why um, you know, I'm able to take authority over whatever seems daunting or whatever seems too big or whatever seems heavy. And so that is something I've been practicing and and working through and just tracing down these things that um, have been uncovered roots. And as hard as it's been, you know, I wasn't planning on this. I literally had um, a course um, launch planned for mid-June. I had um, all of these things that I was about to do um, for the podcast and a lot of interviews and different things that were coming up. And I had to put a hard stop to every single thing that was on my calendar and in my inbox because I had to take time for grief and I had to take time for the pain and for the fear and for the anger and all the things that were coming to the surface. And um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to take that time. I didn't want to be patient with myself. I didn't want to give myself that time. I wanted to push through. I wanted to ignore it. I wanted to get to the things that that made me happy. Um, I didn't want to sit with it. I didn't want to. Um, and I really had some really wise friends and a therapist who was like, you will find yourself back where you came from if you do not love yourself enough to sit with it now. And that brought me some real harsh reality and clarity and gave me the permission and the, um, I guess the word I'm looking for is um, the importance. I I put a a new level of importance on this because I I just was like, I don't ever want to go back to um, feeling anxious all the time or um, feeling depressed or anything like that. I want to do this well. And so this has been a a struggle for sure. It has not been fun at all, but it has been something that I have learned through. And I am grateful for um, the fact that the Lord uses all the things. He does. He uses all things for good. Um, and even the pain of loss, even the even the confusion of loss, even the injustice of loss, He uses all of it to grow us and to point us into fullness. And um, so I just want to encourage you, wherever you're at in your walk um, with life, whether you are a believer in Jesus or not, whether, um, you know, your life is is sweet and, and savory right now and you're just living your best life, or maybe you're just struggle, you're struggling right now, you're on the struggle bus for sure. Um, and you're just like, I mean, I haven't lost anybody, but dang, I'm frustrated or I'm, I'm sad or I'm, um, I'm just stressed and I don't enjoy my life right now. I, I don't even know what fullness feels like or what to envision. Um, I just want to call you in and just tell you, um, you're not alone for one at all. Um, and all the things that you're feeling are normal. 
and um, the beauty of our community that we have on the Fullness Show is that um, we can all relate and we can all be available um, to sit with you in those moments and to help you feel like you're not crazy um, and you're not wrong for feeling the way you feel, um, but also to point you into the direction of healing and into the in the direction of um, taking. Um, authority over your life and over what you're going through and deciding, I want better. I want healing. I want breakthrough. I want um, to do the work and I'm ready to go forward. And if that's you and you're like, I'm there, I'm, I've been grieving for a long time, or I've been um, anxious or depressed for a long time, or I've been battling this for a long time and I want help, um, reach out. Reach out, reach out, reach out. We have um, great resources to give you, people to point you to, um, therapists, um, different programs, things like that. So please reach out and ask for help, ask for support, because this is something you are not meant to go through alone. Um, we are supposed to do this together. And if you could have fixed it by yourself, you would have already fixed it by now. Um, so that's just proof to you that you cannot do this by yourself. So quit trying to do that. You're going to run yourself deeper into the ground. You need people to link arms with you and pull you up. And that is something that we can do here in this, in this community. So, I'm really grateful for you all. Thank you for your love and support over these last couple of months and just your understanding with everything. I so appreciate you guys. Um, I'm back. I'm excited. Um, you can expect an episode every Monday, just like normal. And um, I'm really, really pumped to dive back in because I really believe there's some fresh things and perspective and some new people that I want to put in front of you too. So I love you guys. Have a great week and I'll see you next week. Friend, I'm so glad you were here with me today during this episode. If you're ready for more and want to start taking some action steps on what you've heard today, I want you to join a really special community called the Fullness Show community. It's a free, positive, and life-giving group of women just like you who are taking brave steps out of their overwhelm and into their fullness of overflow. And I want to see you in there. You are not alone, girl. Let us show you. To join the group, go to facebook.abbyhaggard.com. I can't wait to meet you in there. Thanks again for listening to The Fullness Show. The Fullness Show.